Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe, Do You? I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today is part two of that interview with Tom. I hope you're as excited to hear it as we are to share it. We always love having Tom on and his uh, his interviews never, never, I mean, we've only had him on one other time, but the interviews never fail to entertain and this is no, this is no exception. Definitely. Uh, this is, I think the second, the, the first time that we had him on, did we also have to split it into two? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and I think at that time we spoke to him for like two three hours. Three hours almost. Three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Because we were like, do we do three parts? We're like, no, no, no. We just did two yeah. really long parts. Um, and we promise this one won't <laughs> won't be quite as long. Um, but yeah, we. I didn't want to cut anything out because it was yeah just such a, a great fun interview. So I hope you guys like it. But before we do get into um, the rest of Tom's interview, I wanted to share something with you, Eric, that I thought was well, it's kind of multiple things that happened, but. Um, just one thing in particular, too. What'd you uh, do now? I didn't do anything, but okay. I think I don't know if I like triggered someone. And uh, well, let me get into it. <laughs> um, but so basically, this past weekend, yeah, this last weekend, I did a, a market in San Antonio, and it was a like a holistic fair. And so there's a lot of psychics and readers and energy healers and stuff like that you know everyone's got their own beliefs and and whatnot but i have a a display of like some um earrings that you know that i have for sale and one of the designs is a a planchette and Mm. it has it has yes no and you know like some other stuff and she's looking at the earrings like oh like pretty earrings and like touching them all and she's like oh ouija board oh ouija board and she literally like knocks them off the the fucking display stand thing and is like oh see like it's making me nervous already and I'm like, lady, they're earrings. It's not even an actual planchette. Like, why do you give something so mundane so much power? Like, it's not. <laughs> but it was it was crazy to see her get so flustered and, like, literally knock shit over. And I'm like, just, just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. Um, But it just, it, it I kind of thought of you because you're always, like, super anti-Ouija board. Not that I would, I think that you would take it to that extreme. But I literally wore a fucking planchette on my t-shirt. I know, I know, I know. But okay, well, like, that's why it made me think of things because of things yeah. that people have told you. Um, I think they would be BFFs. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I just she's like, oh, planchette, and then just ba 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 ba, like shit fell over. I'm like, just, she's like, oh, see, like it's making you nervous. I'm like, or yeah. you're clumsy. <laughs> Let me just put that right <laughs> back for you. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely like again. I, I would be very extremely hesitant to use one. I don't think I I would like. I ne- I don't want to say I would never use one, but I would. It has to be the right probably not. Yeah, um, I don't think it, it's it's like um, I don't know. Dude. I don't think I'd ever do that ever with anything. Like no. Yeah. Well. Silly. I mean, it's yeah. like you said, you're just giving more power to something so mundane. I guess the same th- thing could be said about me not wanting to use one, but I mean, that's just a whole nother level. But I, but I, I mean, I think, I, and the reason I'm like, it's their earrings, ladies, like, because I mean, well, yeah, like they're their earrings. Like, I can understand if it was like an actual Ouija board, Ouija or, board. Or, or a real planchette, like if that made her nervous 100%. Like, I totally get that, but it's like their earrings. But anyway, yeah, I just thought that was funny. 
But without further ado, here is our part two of Tom's interview. Maybe oh, they what? Okay, Eric's Eric Eric's like throwing in stuff that only him and I have talked about as if you're gonna oh, inside jokes. But it's okay. no, yeah. no, no. Well by the time the listeners That's hear true. this episode, that uh-huh. will have aired, so they'll oh, get it too okay. by oh, now. Okay. So well, Michelle, you can go ahead and explain to Tom if you want. Yeah. No, I I had um uh, I, I love antiques and like old things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um I had been looking for an old secretary's desk because I I wanted it as an altar and not as an altar like because I'm summoning demons, but just like this where I put my crystals and my candles okay, and, sure. you know, just a little altar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to refurbish it. And it has, I mean, it's, I couldn't tell you like what era it's from, but it's pretty old. It's got like a, a mirror on it too. And um, I had some weird stuff happen that I think is going to be the episode before, right before yours oh, or after, right so before. You've yeah. Got a, before. You've got a possessed mirror. Well, hopefully it's not possessed anymore. It's a, it's a portal um, to the other side. It was. <laughs> no, supposedly is exactly what it supposedly was. And um, when you when yeah, you the, stare into it, does your reflection turn and look the other way when you're honestly, not? Honestly, does, oh. does it do that? I can't. Like I, I, I almost. And I was telling Eric this too. Like every time. I, I'll be honest. I think it was almost kind of like intriguing when I first saw it. Old mirrors just kind of creep me out, or I think they're just mm-hmm. creepy. Period. But there was something about that mirror that I couldn't look at it for longer than like a few seconds because it would mm-hmm. make me uncomfortable. And I have another other little like mirror that's also super old and antique, and it's like a you know handheld mirror. Uh-huh. And that one is fine. Like it's creepy, but I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it's a mirror. But there was always something about that mirror in particular, mm-hmm. and and the person that like you know, I talk about that comes and kind of help me figure stuff out. Like she didn't know that it was in the garage because I was refurbishing it. And before she even stepped foot in the garage, she's like, what do you have in there? And I was like, nothing. And at the moment (laughs) she opened the door, she's like, this is like, she's like, this has got to go kind of thing. And it's a whole thing. But um, yeah, so now I have to rehome it. And I was like, is that why I never actually finished refurbishing it and brought it into the house? She's like, I don't know. You tell me. I was like, I mean, have it was a little. <laughs> put a circle of salt around it yet? She salted my entire house. Okay. <laughs> and then, like, um, here's what I want her... you to do I want you to experiment. Take the handheld mirror, go oh. stand in front of the other mirror, but look at the mirror through <laughs> the handheld mirror <laughs> reflection and see what happens. Oh my God. That sounds. Terrible. And record it. Yeah, no, and record I'm, it. I, Definitely get it on video for me to see. <laughs> I'll have someone else do that. I don't think I can bring myself to do that. It's a great idea, though, actually. I feel like just create a portal for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is about mirrors, though. Mirrors are yeah. spooky. There's something yeah. about especially the old antique ones. Maybe it was just the way they made them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think they were made of silver, no? Like they, yeah, the, it was a different silver. material back then. Yeah. So maybe there's just a different energy coming from them. And, yeah. Gives us the heebie-jeebies, you know. <laughs> it, I it was, mean, when they're all blotchy story. like that, too, it's super yeah. creepy. But yes, and it was funny because at my mom's house, she has like the 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 mirror for the restroom that's in front of the sink. She has that there, right? Obviously, that's built in. But then she put like um, another like full body mirror just across from it, so mm-hmm. it's like two oh, mirrors so facing this, each other. Yeah, you get that effect. Yeah. And and we've always told her, I was like, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. And then I never even realized that in this, like the house that, that I live in, we've literally had mirrors, the two mirrors in the bathroom 
have been like that oh, for yeah. the longest time. They've been like that forever, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just recently fell off the wall because I think the <laughs> the back of it, uh, it was like cardboard or something. So I think it like finally warped or something yeah. and knocked it off the wall. So yeah, uh, we were going to try and like, mm-hmm, we were going to try and take off the frame and just hang it up on the wall. But as I was like taking off the glue, I started heating it with the with a hairdryer and the glue was coming off and I got, I was like already to the the corner and I was putting pressure on the back of it. So like, I wouldn't, you know, break, break it. it. And, and then it. I was, and I broke it and <laughs> oh, it no. shattered in my hand. I was like, Oh man, oh, now you got seven, seven years, years bad, bad luck. luck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, both, you're both doomed. I know. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Needless to say, what funny. I was going to say, I cleansed the house like that. Oh, week. Okay. No, that same day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So before or after though i don't remember might need to do it again though yeah <laughs> but uh yeah well um yes we are over an hour and i think you are on a different time zone so it's probably yeah, much later. you know what day. i'm up till midnight every night anyways <laughs> and it's only quarter past 10 here true, so true. any questions you've got go ahead but i was just gonna say that um i i i tease my wife about the house we live in now being haunted too which I'm not oh, really? necessarily sure it's not because I've seen some things out of the corner of my eyes and things like that. But I did a lot of research on this house just because, and I'll probably do an episode about this someday. I might make it like when I finally decide to do a final episode of my podcast, I might just make it about the house I'm living in nice. if yeah. I'm still living here then. But um, this house was built in like the fifties. It's not that old, but it's old. Um, but the original owner, the story I'm told is his wife got, sickly you know and he was trying to take care of her and he wanted her to be happy and her favorite color was pink so he painted everything in this house pink and i mean everything every wall every staircase in the closet the walls were pink the ceilings were pink the outside of the house was pink the chain link fence around the house he painted that pink the garage was pink everything was pink when Were we moved in, different? most of it had been painted over when we moved in, but a lot of the closets still have the original pink oh. in them. Uh, places in the basement still do. And um, there were still like the garage was still pink. And I was like, I can't have a pink garage. I had to paint that. <laughs> um, but like the house has siding now. But if you took the siding down, I'm, I'm sure to be pink. In fact, if you look at this house on Google Maps, it still shows the original old oh. pink house with like white trim. And so... That was always weird. And I have found secret compartments in different parts of the house where like Mm. it was a a floorboard that was, you know, in my my bedroom closet, which was totally created to be like a hiding spot that I discovered. There was one in the basement and the um, the old owners of the house told us that when they were searching around the house, they found a secret compartment in the little closet little pantry closet in the kitchen where it was like up and over and there was actually an envelope of money in there. So since I've lived here, I've been looking (laughs) for money in all the walls, all the floorboards, and I haven't found any. I even crawled around in the attic looking for it. (laughs) But what's funny is I'm crawling around up in the attic and I found an old shaving bag, like, like a little like travel bag. You take what you put your razor blade and your shaving cream and toothbrush or whatever in it. And that was up there, just that. And I'm like, oh, there's got to be money in this. Like, yeah. why would this be in the attic of all things, be in the attic, this little shaving bag? And, you know, you could tell it was up there for a while. It was all dirty and dusty. I'm like, oh, there's got to be money in here. <laughs> and so I grabbed it and I opened it up, but it was empty. And I was like, oh, oh why is man. this up here and it's empty? Somebody already got <laughs> yeah. it. I thought yeah. I'd hit the mother load. Um, oh, yeah. 
but I, so I researched the house about the guy and, um, the guy passed away. The guy who originally owned the house, he passed away like five or six years ago at a, a hospice down in Florida where his, his son, I guess, was living. But, um, a lot of the stuff in the house and the garage are still the way it was, the way he had it. Like, um, like I'm in the basement now and there's another room here in the basement that has like a, a workbench, like built into the wall. And it's still got all kinds of old tools hanging from it mm. and different like things. And you can still see like, you know how old people used to take jars, like old jars that you had your jam in or something. Yeah. And you would screw the lid oh. into the ceiling and then you could oh, just yeah. screw the jar in and take the jar out whenever you want. Get a few screws out of it, put it back in. There's all lids like that lined up all over like the boards of the mm. ceiling down That's there. Cool. So there's like all evidence of his presence still here. And I'm like, if he's still here, he's at that workbench because yeah. you could tell he was a tinkerer because yeah. everything in this house has kind of like been refurbished by hand, you know. And one day when I decided there was a lot of like um, old spray paint, spray paint cans and cans of paint and different, different chemicals and stuff all still on these shelves. It's like, th- these things can't be here. They've been here a long time. They're old. It's really not healthy. Yeah. So I did a major cleaning of the bench. And when I was doing that, I found his nameplate from his locker from where he used to work. He used to work for the town. He used to work for the town dump actually. And, um, and he had his own locker and that was his nameplate that he must've took off of there when he retired and had it like on his workbench. And then I found a dog tag, like for your dog, when you have to get a license for your dog, I don't know if you have to do that in Texas, but up Mm -hmm. here, most States, they want you to get a license for your dog and you put that little tag on his collar. And this was from 1971 and it was for his dog. So I'm like, wow, he saved the dog tag. It was up there. So, you know, he saved it for a reason. The dog must've passed away or something. And I swear, even before I'd found that dog tag, a couple of times I feel like I seen a dog run by. Oh, no. Out of the corner of my wow. eye. Now, we yeah. don't have a dog. We have two cats, but I know it's not the cat running by. You know, yeah. every once in a while I'm like, was, did I just see a dog? And I don't know what kind She's of dog he had, but it, in, out of the corner of my eye, it looked like a medium-sized dog, maybe like a German Shepherd or something around that size. Um, so there's that. And, uh, and every once in a while while I'm down here, working on something i'll hear noise come from the other room and i'll just be like hey carl what's up because i was named carl and <laughs> oh, so i always say yeah. Hi, carl. and that's where the washer and dryer is now and my wife will come down and you know do the laundry and i'll be like hey did you see carl oh, no. <laughs> and she'll be like stop saying that or i'm yeah. gonna be afraid to go down there and then you're doing the laundry yeah exactly that's, yeah um, <laughs> But, I would just lie and be like, I saw Carl. I'm never going back in there again just to make yeah. sure that you would do it. No, she would never let me do it. I'd do it wrong anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel you on that one. Yep. So there's also still some old furniture down here. Um, there's an old, old, old cast iron stove that is still hooked up to like the chimney, but it, you know, I would never use it. It's so old. But there's also like an old... Um, an old bureau or some sort of a kitchen hutch or something that's in the other room. And one day I decided to go through those drawers (laughs) and um, there was lots of old newspapers in there from like the sixties, sixties, early seventies. And so I'm like able to go through them all and, you know, old sports stories from the local teams, even like the local high school teams. And you see the ads for like, you know, for stores selling things for like so much cheaper than they are today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you could go buy, you know, whatever, a couch for $120 or something. Oh, um, so those are all still there. Those were really cool. And then there was a, a 
an old phone book in there from like the 60s you guys probably don't even know what a phone book is <laughs> exactly. I used to, we used to uh, we're white, still we're still like back in the day yeah, back yeah, in the day yeah. we had a white pages and everybody's phone number and address would be listed in that so if you wanted yeah. to know someone's phone number you would just look them up in this book that would be delivered to your house every six months and you'd be able to find so there was one of those in there um there was an old um uh it was like a user's manual for some appliance that he used to have from like the 60s and i'm not sure what it was if it was like a, I don't know if it was an old washing machine or whatever it was i can't remember now but that was it was like such antique stuff yeah. in there so it was really wild and then out in the garage he had another workbench out in the garage more old tools old stuff everywhere he's got um old license plates from cars and motorcycles and trailers that he had and they're all old, like 71, 72, hanging on the walls, which is kind of cool. And then there's like this old wooden desk in there, just an old beat up wooden desk. And all the drawers just have like all rusted out tools and bolts and, you know, and screws and stuff. But there's one drawer, the bottom drawer that won't open. It's locked. Uh, and for weeks, it was bugging me. Every time I'd go out in the garage <laughs> to go cut the grass or trim something, I'd look at that desk and I'm like, I got to get that drawer open yeah. one of these days. I got to. So I'm putting screwdrivers into this lock and I'm trying to pry it open. But it's, you know, when they made furniture back then, they made it strong and sturdy yeah. to last a lifetime. So the wood's really thick. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I'm like, oh, I'll take the drawer out from on top of it. And then I should be able oh, to get yeah. into it. So I did that. But no, back in the day, they made these things oh so thick that it was just complete wood going across that drawer. Uh, I'm like, ugh. So eventually I ended up getting it pried open with a lot of work. And um, <laughs> there was nothing fun in it. No. <laughs> I know. It was so anticlimactic. It was oh, so fun. It just had like some old tools uh, in there and nothing good. I'm like, I don't even know why this was locked. There was nothing in yeah. the lock in here. Oh, but man. I was still like looking for secret compartments and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the coolest thing I found in the garage was an old box of uh, records, old thirty-threes um, albums from like I don't know fifties and sixties. They're like big band era, and, that's awesome. you know, mm. like you know, uh, I can't even um, I can't even remember some of the names. Of these are like before my day. Like we're talking yeah. stuff that's like seventy years old on these records. Nothing that's worth any money. I kind of looked them up. But still, they're so old and they're still in like pristine condition, too. So I was like, ah, I'll just put them back there, <laughs> you know, let the next person deal with it, I guess. So you like moved into a time capsule, basically. I, I really did. Like. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome. And I That's... absolutely love it. And yeah. so for Christmas, I got a metal detector. <laughs> oh, nice. And now I'm planning on using that in the yard because I'm like, if this guy was hiding money all over yeah. the house, I bet he hid some money underground somewhere. Too. Yeah, there you go. So, um, and this was last Christmas that I got the metal detector. So last during like the spring, I went out into the yard a few different spots to try it out and dug up some old tools that were in the ground, just buried oh, there. Oh, wow. You know, huh. um, and there's a section on the side of the house that I want to check because. There's a few trees that were cut down or maybe fell down and there's just stumps. But there's one stump that got turned into what looks like a like a chair. It looks like a small chair, uh, the way he has it cut out. And you can tell it was cut like that on purpose. And it's got initials in it. And I believe those might be his grandson's initials. Because apparently his grandson used to stay with him a lot. Because the room that I'm in right now in the basement used to be what used to be a little kid's bedroom. 
and underneath like the the floorboards and up in the little window crevices stuff i keep finding little toys all the time and they're old old toys they're not like modern toys so they're like old yeah. little choo-choo trains or whatever um and i always just put them back so i don't need the little kid haunting me yeah i was gonna um, say <laughs> just see the little choo-choo train rolling so, across the floor uh, yeah and so yeah. this was like the one room that wasn't pink you know it's got like yeah. you know it had like wallpaper on there for a little kid so you could just tell it was a little kid's bedroom and so I'm wondering if he buried something over next to that little chair stump. You know, if he was going to bury something somewhere, would it be there? You yeah. know, so I'm going to maybe this. You're going to find that lockbox. Yes, I need to find yes. this hidden treasure somewhere in this. <laughs> like I'm such a goonie. <laughs> you know, like everything's <laughs> a hidden treasure wherever I go. Yeah. You know, I have to go looking for it. I'm always on an adventure. <laughs> if you find something though, you have to update us. So oh that yeah, we can update Are you it'll be like the coolest too. thing in the world. I'll be screaming yeah. from the rooftops. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that no, reminds me of your your episode, House Sitter. I, I was just listening to oh, it yeah, today. Yeah. Mm. I was like, the ending had me like, it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, click cliffhanger type of thing. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I had very fun much making so. that one. I was like, I'm really going to put a, like, a good, like, take this story and really make it like scary in a way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm. no, you did not. And then <laughs> yeah. you said that. The ending, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm going to take people down this road. Um, yeah. yeah, having fun with that. Um, yeah, I don't know how many more episodes I've gotten me, though. I'm actually going to try and do some different things. Like um, the next episode I do, I think, is going to be a remastering of the Station Nightclub Fire episodes where I might try to add some things that I maybe forgot to put in originally or maybe just do some commentary around it and just kind of re republish that and maybe even clean it up a little because that was one of my earliest episodes where I really wasn't master of everything yet, you know? And then, um, I thought it would be kind of cool. Um, back in June, I went out to Vegas and got married. Mm-hmm. And so thank Congrats, you. Yes. So <laughs> my wife, Amy and I fiance at the time, we made the plans to go out there, but we were only going to be there for five days, Monday through Friday. We were going to get there late on Monday, so we really kind of lost a day there. And we were going to leave early on Friday, so we kind of lost a day there. And then Wednesday, we were getting married. So we kind of didn't have a lot of time to really do anything fun in Vegas. Um, We had enough time to go out to dinner with some friends of mine that live out there. And then we decided we'll each pick one thing that we want to do while we're in Vegas, you know, because we'll have time to maybe do a couple things, you know, and then we'll just play it by ear, whatever other free time we have. So she being the romantic she is, she wanted to ride the gondola rides at the Venetian Mm -hmm. at sunset. Mm -hmm. And I was like, perfect. I'd be happy to do that, you know? And we did. And it was, it was great. You know, it takes about 20 minutes. You kind of float around and the guy in the boat sings some songs to you in Italian and, you know, and it's, it's kind of cool. And the way the sun sets, it like casts shadows from the mountains. I don't know if you've ever been to Las Vegas, but it's really kind of cool. And so she was like, what's the one thing you want to do out there? I was like, I want to go to Zach Baggins Haunted yes. Museum. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that's, that's how romantic yeah. I am. And so, you know, that was the deal. So I dragged her to that. And she was very nervous and anxious going in. Um, you know, she's not as brave about these. Ho- she loves horror movies and stuff, but she's not as yeah. brave about going into these types of places as I am. You know, and she didn't know a lot about it. She just heard stories. And I'm like, nothing in there is going to hurt you. It's really a museum. It's not a haunted house. It's not like a when you go to a haunted house and people jump out of the walls at you and stuff. It's like, this is more except of a walk do. around. Except they do here for yeah. one little one little section. Yeah, one section. Yeah. Um, 
But anyways, I thought I would do an episode about my little review of yes. what it was like visiting there. And that might be interesting for, you know, for my listeners to check out, even though it's not a typical episode, but maybe I can do some things like that um, to try and mix it up a little bit. Cause I, you know, I think I'll run out of stories soon and I kind of want to keep doing it. So, yeah. so maybe I can kind of, uh, you know, transition this into some other things along with my stories and experiences as I have them and remember them. Um, yeah. But yeah, but that was fun. The the Zach, and I'm not a big Zach Baggins fan, but the yeah. the museum was all right. Was I would right. love to hear that episode because I yeah we that was we said my my boyfriend and I had kind of did something similar. It's like okay, you pick something, I pick something. Mm-hmm. We had gone for my birthday too, so I was like, it's my birthday. We are going to the <laughs> to the Hansen Museum. <laughs> um, so awesome. we did that. So I would love yep. to hear. Your now, did you do the VIP it. or did you do the regular? I don't think. Or, did or they if not there was, I didn't know. I don't think they had it then because uh. it was just like a yeah, like a one fee thing. Or if they did, it was maybe like not something that he wanted. I, I don't remember. Mm. I just remember kind of going. A, in a lot of people who had been there told me, "Oh, definitely do the VIP. It's like an extra twenty dollars, but they give you a souvenir T-shirt and you get like a special laminate, so it's kind of worth it for the souvenirs." But we were already yeah. spending so much money. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Just the regular is going to be fine for me. And then it turned out that some of the people in the group that were with us did the VIP and it just means you get to go into some extra sections on the tour that the rest of us don't. And I kept asking, was that worth it? And eh, they kept going "Eh." Mm. like it wasn't, you know, it was kind of like the t-shirt's probably worth it, but you know, the extra stuff you were seeing probably wasn't. So, so we ended up not doing the VIP. So I was glad we didn't, but um, it was fun though. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, my wife really loves true crime stuff and there's a lot of true crime stuff in yes. there. Yes. So that was really interesting for her for the most part, you know. I I was surprised at how like I almost felt like some of the true crime stuff affected me a little bit more than like the parent but I mean yeah, some of like, it was very dark, you yes, know? Like some of it was yeah. some of it was very tragic, you know, like James Dean's car and yeah. you know Robin Williams's uh outfit from a movie and you know like they had a whole room of like costumes from people who've committed suicide it was like a yeah. suicide room it was like it was, oh this room is like gross like i feel yeah. like sticky in here like i don't like yes. this room at all it exactly. just felt that dark feeling but but i don't put it past zach baggins to completely be screwing with your mind as you're in there you know i, I don't I put it past him you know i 100 percent because sometimes sorry. you walk into a room and you're like oh, something about this room and you walk in the next room and you feel fine and i'm like I don't know. Like I'm suspicious, you know, cause he, he knows all the tricks yeah. to make you feel uncomfortable in a room. You know, you can, you know, you can do things like ultrasound that there's a sound in the room you can't hear, but it affects yeah. you and your head. And st- so I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing some of that in there, which, you know, whatever, fine. Cause that's kind of the experience people want to have anyway. So, you know, I'm glad that you said that because the, I was perfectly fine. And then all of a sudden before, like, because they put us all in like the the waiting area before you actually go in Mm -hmm. and I almost passed out and I am not one to like Mm -hmm. get that worked up. But like I started like feeling super lightheaded and I had to like squat down because I'm like, I'm about to pass out. Like everything's kind of going black kind of thing. I did a little, I had a little bit of nausea in there too. Yeah. But one, you know, you're out in the middle of the desert and you're going from the outside heat to this air conditioning. Yeah. And um, they don't want you to take drinks or anything with you. So you're very, th- very thirsty in there. So it could be really easy for you to to start to feel nauseous while you're in there. 
just for yeah. natural reasons, but who knows what else he's doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All he's going to do is make a room just a little bit off kilter or something, and it's going to mess with your head, you know, your equilibrium yeah. and stuff. Um, True. You know, and, you know, and you're already nervous going in there. You know, like, it's funny, like the very first thing you do when you go in there, if you remember, and well, unless it was different when you did it, but they had one of those um, fortune teller machines, but it was actually Zach Baggins as the fortune oh, teller. Oh, no, that's new, then. That is and new. <laughs> and there's all different ones in the room, but he's the one, the main one. And the tour guide is like, who's brave enough to come over here and find out their future? You know, everybody's just kind of looking around and I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I walk oh, right to the front and put my dollar in there and I get my little card and it said something corny. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and he was like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel like I'm a dollar shorter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? and that was it. Um, I would have loved to go with you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that would have been hilarious. Um, but I think my, it would have been less scary. We did have fun. But my, my yeah. wife, Amy, was a little nervous when we were standing outside waiting to go in. And so yeah. I did the trick with her, and I don't know if you guys know this trick, but if you're ever anxious or nervous or worried about something, um, you do the Wonder Woman pose where yeah. you stand like that. And if you do that for like you know 60 seconds or so, your anxiety will go away. It's, it's weird, but it really is true. It's for some reason that posture makes you feel braver. So keep that in mind if you ever like are in a situation where you're feeling anxious or something. Just do that pose. Right. You know? If you're a guy, it's, it's Superman. But if you're a woman, okay. yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, Tom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing this in public, yeah. and people are gonna be laughing. Yeah. So yeah, no, don't tie but, your yeah. shirt in a knot at the bottom or anything, yeah, and show yeah, your yeah. Okay. just yeah, do it as Superman instead. <laughs> but oh, yes, yeah. and right. she actually, it actually works. She actually felt better. Maybe it's a psychological bullshit yeah. thing, but but it works. <laughs> As long and as keep, it works. Keep the I underwear mean, on the inside too. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Yeah. Or else then everyone else feels uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so I think I might make an episode like that and, you know, I don't know if I, what else I can come up and think of, you know, I'm trying to get back to doing regular episodes again as I can. You know, yeah. I had a lot of setbacks during the holidays and stuff and, you know, I went and got married and, you know. <laughs> Life yeah. stuff. Life happens, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, I was definitely glad to see that that you were uh, putting out episodes again and stuff, but also totally understand needing to to take a break sometimes. But yeah, um, yeah. I just don't force it. You know, I used to yeah. force it, and I'm like, ah, when it comes to me and I feel like I have time, I'll finally get back to it. And a lot of times, it's you know, I'll get emails from people, when's your next episode? And you know, oh, you know, I've listened to all of them twice or something like that. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, all right, I guess I'll start focusing on it a little bit more because I've always got so many other things going on. Um, so sometimes it ends up becoming the back burner, but, but the podcast is going really well and I'm happy with it. So I really want to see if I can maybe bring it to another level, you know? Yeah. So we'll see what, Definitely. see what happens now. Have you guys done any investigating or anything? I remember last time I talked to you guys, you guys were anxious to like get to a place that's haunted or something yeah. like that. Have you guys done anything like that? No, there's what are Yeah. I was going to say, we still just keep talking about wanting to do it. Oh, well, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it counts. I so our cousin in Matamoros, um, in Mexico. It doesn't count. He, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently it doesn't count. She already disqualified. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess not. <laughs> so we we ended up going uh, to the place, and uh, it's it's a fort. It's an old fort there in, in Mexico, and uh, apparently he was doing like this ghost tour. 
and he's talked about like all these different events and stuff that's happened in, in the place. And there's apparently a piano there that plays on its own and stuff like that. Ooh. So as we're going through this, this, uh, the fort, he's giving us the tour. Uh, we were in front of that room and the lights in the room are on. Right. And then the next little building over, we start walking to it. And all of a sudden, uh, two of the ladies that were, that they work there, uh, but they were about to go into that room for, for some reason. And all of a sudden, as soon as they, they get close to the door, the light just goes off. And, uh, my cousin was talking to the, the small group that was there talking about that, that room, that other building, how stuff moves around in there and this and that. And the, we kind of heard the ladies like kind of gasp and just freak out a little bit. So everybody turns around and we all see that the lights off now. And, uh, they kind of, they were kind of like, you guys saw that the light was on. Right. And we're like, yeah. And then, so they go, they actually go into the room and they start, uh, like flicking the light switches, but the light just doesn't come on anymore. And mind you, the the power and the rest of the you know the the rest of the place is still it's still on. Mm-hmm. So we went in there and we just started. Like I had a recorder with me. I was like, hey, uh, can I go in there and and you know just check it out real quick? And so I put a recorder down. And um, honestly, I didn't get anything. There's a couple like things in the in the. Um, like in the recording that kind of the it sounds like clicks or something but it's mm-hmm. it kind of sounds far away and i can't really tell if it is anything or if it's just ambient sound in the room and then there was people talking like they stood right outside the window where the recorder was i was like why did you all have to stand here <laughs> um so that was like my mini like dipping mm-hmm. my toes that's cool and though I, you went right yeah. into investigator mode yeah <laughs> and it was weird because uh, like i always talk on here like you know being kind of scared to want to do something like that just be, but I think it was also because there was a lot of people around me. Yes. I, I, th- I might. Yeah. You always feel been, braver when there's people around. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like if, if I was by myself, it might've been that's a different why I always situation. tell people to, if you're going to do paranormal investigation, do it with people. Don't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Even if you're with people, don't go off on your own because it, you'll just get freaked out more, you know? Yeah. I always try to be with somebody else. Yeah. You know? Why did you say it doesn't count? <laughs> because <Yeah>. it's not. <laughs> I don't, it's not like like there's there's a place here in Austin. Granted, there's lots of haunted places, but there's one place in particular that they do like weekly investigations, and I guess kind of similar to like the Conjuring House, where it's also an attraction, but it's a mm-hmm. um, like a bar restaurant, and then at night it turns into like ghost ghost hunting kind of mm-hmm. thing, like on Thursdays. And so I want to do that but i can't get anyone to like come with me <laughs> no one wants what? to come with why me wouldn't anyone want to go right that's what i'm saying well but um yeah so i it might end up being like me with a bunch of i mean there, there's like two investigators that like are you know guiding you through everything and mm-hmm. you know give you equipment and stuff so i'm not like alone alone but yeah i would essentially be with yeah, you want to have the experience with someone else yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Eric do you guys not live here. close enough together to do it together? Or no, it's about like well, five and a half. Yeah, it's six like five hours. hour drive. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, yeah, everything's yeah. long down there. So yeah, right. <laughs> see, I'm in New England. Everybody's close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Up here, see, the it's thing like is... hour and a half. I'm not driving that far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not for you guys. You guys do that to go to the store and back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I no, wish I was down there. I would totally go do it. Yes. Yeah. Sounds fun. <laughs> I, I was actually supposed to do it with her, but uh, 
like my wife is kind of the same as as Amy. Uh, she's like not the biggest fan of that kind of stuff. So like mm-hmm. I can't like I mean every time anytime we go up to either Austin or Houston, we're always together. So like I, I don't want to tell her, hey, we're doing this. Although mm-hmm. she did mention that she would probably be open to the idea so maybe mm-hmm. next time, next time, next time. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah you i'll uh, catch her at the right moment yeah 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 <laughs> so i mean it would be interesting yeah yeah, yeah my wife and doesn't I, do any investigating with me either so yeah but but she's kind of a she's not a night owl like me either so <laughs> so it would be hard for her to even be staying awake for it. yeah yeah I don't know. We're both. I, I think my my wife because I used to work nights like exclusively, and I just switched to days. Um, but we're still pretty much night. I mean, after fourteen years of night shifts, I'm mm-hmm. still relatively a night owl. So, and she's the same way. So sometimes mm-hmm. even like on my days off, we'll stay up till like three in the morning oh together. Gosh, so, no. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think the staying up part yep. would be. That's how too I difficult. was. I've trying to get myself back down to like one midnight yeah. maybe try mm-hmm. and get to bed at some sort of a decent hour but i don't have a day yeah. job so i don't have to get up for anything she does so you know yeah. i have to understand that like she's in bed now she's been sleeping for an hour or two <laughs> oh. <laughs> i just come down here i sleek down to the basement and just yeah. you know do whatever i do down here podcasting or video games or whatever <laughs> nice yeah. yeah we definitely have life. to make it a, a goal of 2023 to do an investigation together because it, it has to happen how can we have a paranormal podcast and not have yeah to, you guys have to get like, out there into the field at one time at least yeah, yeah i know like i yeah, wish you guys definitely. lived in new england i'd be like oh go to this place tell them i said to go there yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> And you could have some, like, I would take you to the paint house in a minute. As soon as they had another yeah. investigation, I'd be like, you're coming. That's like the most reliably haunted place I know of. Yeah, it's awesome. very rare to go there and something not happen. Yeah. 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 Gotta make it happen. No, and a lot, of the, a lot of the people that we've talked to uh, live in just the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, we've had a few investigators that we've spoken to that live out in that Pennsylvania uh, area. Um, some a few mediums, or you know, mm-hmm. from New York, and just oh, I don't know. It East seems Coast. like everybody, yeah, everybody we talk to is a lot out of there. well. The East Coast is very old. We got a lot of yeah, old stuff true. here, so um, yeah. But I mean, you know, there's plenty of haunted attractions all around the country. But yeah, out here, it's like you know, every other building is seems haunted. You know, every everywhere you go, because there's always. No matter, especially in New England, no matter what city or town you go to, there's always a section where it's old houses and old buildings or mills or whatever, you know, and we've got lighthouses and museums and mansions and all that stuff. And a lot of it's either built on haunted ground or it's a building that's old and has had a history and it's haunted. Um, It's such a cool place to grow up in, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's why I got so into this stuff, even as just a kid, because it was just all around me all the time. When you had mentioned the the, the house being built in like the 1600s, I'm like, I feel like the oldest thing I've seen in Texas is like early 1800s, maybe late 1700s. Mm-hmm. And it's like to, to think that yeah. there's literally centuries before mm-hmm. that, you, you know, it's. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I've been in some of the oldest buildings in the country. Which, you know, it's like mind-blowing that some of them are still there, you know. Like in Newport, Rhode Island, the oldest tavern in the country is still there. Um, out on Cape Cod, I've, I investigated the oldest prison or oldest jail, rather, 
uh, of all time. Um, I mean, just so many old, old buildings and stuff here, you know, and then mansions in Newport that were built in the 1700s, 1800s, you know, before we had electricity, before we had automobiles, you know, like these were people living by candlelight and, you know, and using horse and buggy, horse and yeah. you know? And so it just blows your mind when you go into these places and you just feel all that history. Like that's really my, that's my thrill of it is not even the ghosts of just being in these old historic places. I just love that. You know, yeah. just the other day I visited, uh, the children's museum next to me, which is in fall river, Massachusetts. And it's it, they made it out of an old court building. So it's really old. It's old, like stone Mason type on the outside. It almost looks like a castle on the outside and you go inside and you know, they've made all the rooms into like kids playrooms and stuff. But some of the, all the like original fixtures are still on the walls and some of the same, some of the uh, original chandeliers are still hanging from the ceilings. And this is stuff that was from like the early 1800s, you know, and they even have some of the rooms still have the actual like, the judges area where he sits like up high and then you get the little right. boxes on the side where like the witnesses sit and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was like, Oh, it was just, I was just like, wow, that was like blowing me away how cool and old the place was. And I had no Gallows. idea, you know, yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> at one time up here, who knows, you know, <laughs> which trials and stuff, who knows? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. But it was just, it just there's like so many old buildings all around me, even just in the town that I live in now. Like the town library is supposedly haunted. I haven't been there yet, but that's supposedly haunted. And it's an old, old, old building. Looks like a castle, you know? And, you know, I mean, I don't live too far away from Lizzie Borden's house, you know? And both are houses because there's the house that she grew up in. And then as an adult, she bought a house down the road and that was her house too. So that's supposedly haunted Mm -hmm. too. Technically, that's the one that's supposed to be haunted by her, the Lizzie Borden house that you hear about on all the TV shows. That one's probably haunted by her father, who was killed there. You know, um, so there's lots of different places like that around here. Love the history up here. That's awesome. Yeah, but I would we, love definitely... if I went to Texas. I would love to explore some of the places down there. Yeah, mm. there's got to drive forever though. <laughs> well, we can fly. Yeah, but yeah, but uh... no, the whole hour and a half where you're like. Still yeah. in Texas. There's nothing. Nothing but tumbleweeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, from where I live, just to get out of tech. Well, like, uh, we've gone to Missouri before driving, and I think that was. Oh, that's long. 18 hours, maybe. Yeah. Oh, my. And, and we've gone to, we've gone to, like, Maryland with a band, uh, like, with a school band. Mm-hmm. We went on buses. I think I want to say that took like 28 hours. Yeah, that must have took over a day. 24, 28 yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. I think the That's furthest crazy. I ever drove was down the East Coast, like down as far as, how far did I go? I think the farthest I went was like Maryland. Maryland. But it took like 12, 14 hours. But I have friends who drive from Massachusetts to Florida. Like it's no big oh deal. Gosh. They just drive yeah, all day, get to Florida at 18, 19 hours. It's, it's literally one shot down the highway. I-95 goes all the way from New England, all the way down to Florida. Now, where would you guys investigate if you could, like any place? Mm. Is there any, any bucket list places for you guys? I Like part of me, like, like having grown up, you know, born and raised in Brownsville, like I want to do the at university? least, like the, yeah, like the university, which used to be uh, uh, a fort. Yeah. 
a military fort mm-hmm. um, and with the Mexican-American war and all that stuff. So I'm I'm sure that's probably got some good stuff. Um, Do they let people investigate there? Or? I feel like... I don't know. That, I'm, I'm sure if you like asked somebody, they the right would. right person. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. had maybe a connect or something, they probably yeah. wouldn't care. Mm. Cause I mean, there's stories there like crazy. Like when I, I went to the, I went to university there and they, just the library is somewhere. And the thing is uh, the, around the president's office, I like, I've mentioned this before, but there was a, I used to work at the newspaper there as a photographer. And uh, one of the, one of the reporters was doing an interview there. Was, she was interviewing the the president of the, of the university. And while she was doing the interview, she had a recorder out and she had it down in the middle of the president's desk. And as they were having a conversation in the middle of the conversation, you can hear an EVP like clear as day. And I remember the girl freaking out because she's listening back to the recording because she's trying to, you know, write down her notes for the interview and quotes and stuff like that. And all of a sudden she freaks out and then she's like, here, like, listen to this. And uh, yeah, you could hear it. I don't remember now what it said, but I, you could hear it mm-hmm. clear as day. Cause I think it was a male voice and both of them were female. Oh, wow. So, and there was nobody in the room that was male. So that would be a fun uh, place to investigate, especially if no yeah. one's done it before, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that means it's like, it'll be anxious to communicate. Yeah. With somebody, you know, and what about you, Eric? Do you have a, a bucket list place too? Or um, see, I'm interviewing you guys now. This yeah, is, yeah. I've, I've turned the table on you. <laughs> yes. The one that's that's gotten me kind of interested recently, um, because we've had two people that have gone to investigate there, and I've want, and I now I kind of want to do it, but do it in Spanish. Is the Presidio de la Bahia? It's uh, this old uh, place in Goliad. Uh, and I believe they do allow people to go in and investigate. Um, mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, a lot of like some of the spirits that or whatever's there, whoever's there, may be, you know, Mexican soldiers that might have died. So, because I know some of the stuff that they've gotten, like EVP wise, they've heard it in Spanish. So mm-hmm. I would like to go there to do like maybe like do something in English and then like the other part do it be asking questions in Spanish yeah, to see if it'd be more willing to come out and, uh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. 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 That used to drive me crazy on some of the TV shows where they'd be in a place in another country where they don't really speak English, especially not back in the day. And they're, they're asking Mm -hmm. questions not only in English, but in like modern vernacular, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you, you know, do it in their language or at least, try to form your sentences the way they would have back then, you know? Yeah. Like, don't be like, dude, can you talk to us? Like, they didn't say that <laughs> back in the day, you know? It's like an um, insult. You know? Yeah. My and, good sir. You know, yeah. like, can you can you make it light up or make it turn on? They may not understand those kinds of terms because they didn't have electronics back then, so they don't know what you mean by saying make it light up, make mm-hmm. it turn on or something, you know? So sometimes you have to come up with words try to think of things that they would have said you yeah. know it makes more sense to me but a lot of times especially in these tv shows it's like this doesn't make any sense you know of course you're yeah. not getting any response you're not speaking in their language yeah <laughs> well <laughs> and, and i do remember that happening in one of your episodes i'm not remembering off the top of my head which one but oh the where, french one yep yes the yep. french one that happened with us yeah. where we investigated a mill and yeah. it was in a part of the state that 
years ago when this mill was operating, it was mostly French Canadian speaking oh, people. Right. And so, yeah. And somebody said, merci beaucoup at the end. And sure enough, the voice said it back to us in French, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and all this time we've been trying to speak to them in English and not getting anything. So we probably should have yeah. been speaking French, you know, maybe then they'd understand, you know, people think that, you know, all the ghosts learn English when they pass away or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other place too, that, uh, I would like to just again is that fort that my cousin works out works at, mm-hmm. and uh, there's another place that was an old hospital. There was the hospital of that city of Matamoros back in the day, that is now like a, an art called liberal arts college. Like they do, or just yeah, just they do singing, they do like actual art, music, mm-hmm. everything there. And there's a lot of stories about. Uh, a, a nurse, not a nun, a nurse that works there that everybody sees. They uh, her, they call her La Planchada, which, but and it's just basically because of the uniform that she wears. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those old, old, old school like nursing nurses uniforms. Uh, they've there's a building there where in the upstairs she's been seen, and um, like there's a lot of activity there. Um, they've seen this hunchback doctor that kind of like. Uh, goes back to where the morgue is and they've like people have seen him you know walking through there and he used to do some uh indecent things with the the bodies in the morgue mm. uh but yeah just a bunch of activity the like legends. that and i was yeah and i've spoke i was speaking to uh, a security guard there and he was also telling me that he's heard and seen things and he's like gone through a lot of partners because not a lot of people last there because of the things that they've seen so I think that'd be another place that'd be kind of interesting I like to go. It. Yeah. Check out. It sounds yeah. like a place to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I can't wait till you guys finally do go to a place. I know. So I can hear all, I'm gonna hear all about it. I'll do an episode of my podcast about you guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> going uh, someplace. Yeah. It's gotta be something something good. Yeah, that's good. Cool. I'm glad you guys have been sticking with the podcast. Yeah. It's I mean like almost it's... every week you guys have an episode. You're so committed, which is cool because I was on kind of early on. In mm-hmm. your podcasting, wasn't I? Like, I was probably like one of your first 40, yeah. 50 episodes or something, wasn't I? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. You guys have come a long Definitely way since less then. Less than 100. Yeah. But I mean, it's. I mean, it, could just to tell you that the Conjuring episode was episode, like, I feel like it was just this past like a year. year. Ago. No, yeah. it, it, it was a year and a half ago. It was yeah, like episode crazy. 38. Yeah. And we're already on episode 100 and wow. something. Yeah. 110. Yeah. 109, 110, yeah, something. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a nice like, little... Oh, have you good. noticed more and more people are, are checking you out and listening weekly or regularly? Last <sighs> month was like insane. It, yeah, last uh, month yeah. went crazy. Yeah, I don't know who reason. we had on or what that it just like skyrocketed and then oh, yeah. it's kind of like dipped. I mean, dipped compared... Back down to normal. But compared to like last month, like literally nothing can top that. I think last month for some reason was our highest um, ever, like... Mm-hmm downloads listens and all that yeah um, cool. so i don't know but cool. yeah. yeah i mean you just it's keep doing consistent. it keep being consistent and people will find you you know yeah. like i listen to you guys i love your stuff and i know oh, other people would too you guys are fun like interviewers so thank you, you thank know. you i appreciate that and, you know, and now that we're all compliment. like we're all like yeah. facebook friends now and stuff too yeah, right. so. yeah. <laughs> exactly. so we, we keep up on each other you know yeah but, it's, yeah. it's the best part of doing this is is everyone that we get to meet and become friends with and talk to. And um, mm-hmm. it's always fun, you know, to to have you guys back, not just because like, oh, Sherry, ghost stories, but because we genuinely like you guys. And um, and yeah, so we appreciate you. Yeah, you're back my on. paranormal friends now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I love these episodes that like I don't even have to really edit them because it's just so good just conversation. So thank you for another one of those. And I'm not going to have to do a whole lot as far good, as good. editing. Well, thank you so for having me. You guys it. are great. Keep it up. I love talking to you. Anytime you want me back, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Is is there anything or um, if you could let people know where they can find you, if there's anything else that you'd like to to promote before we. Yeah. uh, Well, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's my paranormal story. That's where you find my podcast. I'm also on YouTube now. I went and remastered all my episodes and uh, I added them one at a time every week for the whole year. So that's all caught up now. So you can subscribe there as well. It's, it's just the audio. There's no video or visual stuff or anything. Um, and then my website is myparanormalstory.com. And I mean, you know, you can find me on Instagram at my paranormal story podcast and, you know, and I've, I've been dabbling in doing celebrity stories too. I'd like to do some more of those, but I only have so much time. <laughs> yeah. Time. <laughs> but I got a whole list of celebrities, paranormal stories that I want to tell, but I'm, I'm so like, thorough i want to research every angle and every bit of it and make it a real story so i don't know maybe maybe that's something for the future well all right guys that was uh part two of our interview with tom got to hear a little bit about personal stuff at his house uh how he likes to museum how he likes to mess with his wife yes yeah that would not fly with my wife for sure (laughs) at all yeah, and well, and I found his um, what he what he felt about Zach Baggins Museum, and that he probably puts uh, EM or pumps EMFs out and stuff like that. I was like, man, that's what I was thinking. Well, you guys just heard it, so it, but it was just nice to be validated because I was like, I I was perfectly fine, and now I like walk in and I'm in the lobby. I haven't even walked into the museum itself, and I'm already feeling like I'm about to pass out. Like something's something's fishy and it's funny because next month we'll, we'll you'll hear again about emfs and how high emfs can like cause you to freak out and stuff so that's true that's pretty crazy crazy stuff if you guys would like to get into contact with us check out our website at webelievedyou.com on the website there's a tab where you can find all our social media so make sure you go like follow and share on facebook and instagram there's also a Listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening site such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you all want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate those for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you?